going on? Hey guys. Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. Yes. Welcome everybody. Um sorry that we have been gone. Um yeah. although we we, re- we haven't been gone that long, but it like I it like really felt like a long time. Yeah, we didn't mean to take a break and I know we put out a double episode, but um that wasn't even on purpose. It was just we just had a lot to say. And then we didn't, and now we do. Yeah. <laughs> well, regrouping, you know, everyone needs a break. There and like, there's so much going on right now. It's it's like I, I'm sure everyone understands. But we're back, and we want to talk about it all. We have, um, you know, their social media updates. Kristen Doty just did an interview that um, we want to talk about, and um, yeah. Yeah, we, and we didn't finish the last series of we did highlights we were supposed to do lowlights we did no uh jumping the shark moments we haven't done the lowlights and the notable moments so we have that to finish up as some of you i did see in the facebook group noted like hey we didn't hear the lowlights yet so we will finish that today and i do want to shout out some birthdays um some we missed and you know just what it is so sorry if we come in late on this but i do want to shout out a few birthdays um jack w july 12th uh happy birthday a few days ago um as well as a few days ago on july 11th was francis d dot p so happy birthday francis um, we had Rena E's daughter Lexi turn 11 on July 15th, just yesterday. So happy birthday, Lexi! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Whitney Joe. Dot L on July 13th. Happy birthday, Kara F on July 7th. Brooke R on July 5th, and Jessica L on july 15th also yesterday so hope you guys had a great birthday whatever you did i hope you found some kind of joy in that i know it's hard these days but it's interesting it's one for the books and one that you can you know tell your grandkids about Mm -hmm. okay i'm right there with you well not grandkids because it's probably not going to happen for me (laughs) (laughs) you never know Sarah I don't know I'm still holding out hope (laughs) I'll tell tomorrow and then they'll be like on teen mom episode or (laughs) series 9000 and yeah no thanks (laughs) I'll stick with my life I'm good (laughs) Yeah. so what's been going on with you how was your July 4th it was good. I mean, I, I'm i just like, everything was like good. And then, you know, everything here in California just shut down again, which is like just frustrating. It's just like, I just, I'm just feeling, I feel like I'm like constantly on a roller coaster of like, either being like, yay, like, you know, things are going like a certain way. And then like, it goes a different way. And it's just, it's so it's, it's like, it's just a lot. Like, I just have like constant breakdowns and I don't yeah. know. I'm just trying to. Yeah, it's frustrating. It was closed again. Like, um, I had, you know, my family children up over the 4th, and it's the first time they got to go to a playground, you know, right by my house, you know, a block away. Um, 
and you know they're they're young and they don't understand um but they got to go to the playground and there's like one other child there but it was great it was open we didn't do the beach one it was just you know the park by my house which you know is by ronnie school and it was they had so much fun and you just forget and it's like oh Oh, i know my kids have not been to a park like i like since this all started like i it's yeah that's hard it's it's really hard because like they need to get that energy out you know yeah well i would encourage you to this i mean that worked out granted you know was open i don't know if it's closed now again I, i haven't i've been by the beach but i haven't seen the beach one we didn't go down to the beach play equipment um but i imagine that you know it's much more saturated than the park by my house but um you know i guess you just do what you can do at the moment it was open but it wasn't it was it was funny it was actually the fourth and excuse me there was only one other kid there so you know you'll let your your kids play and then you know when they're done you wipe their hands and Mm -hmm. so it's all you can really do yeah i just like the like the only thing that's been saving me is literally like just taking things day by day and just like every like exactly like if a something like that comes up you just do it and move you know you just keep moving on that's all you can do yeah so so yeah fourth of july was fun um daisy's birth daisy is turning two on july 31st so that's the next thing we have coming up and like now i'm 50 days away from turning 40 and um, you're you're doing a countdown. <laughs> I'm doing a countdown because I've also like started like a crazy like workout plan and diet. So like, 50 days is like a a great goal for me. Like I can do something in 50 days. So um, what do you want to do for it? Like I know we're limited. So like I'd like to help plan something, but like we're so limited. Oh, what do I want to do? For like my we birthday? can plan something. Oh, nothing. But, again, nothing. Like, I plan like five things for my birthday and like I even downgraded from you know wine festival to um, bowling to movie theater to ice skate or roller skating like everything that I downplayed okay let's go down 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 oh everything canceled everything canceled and so it is a bummer because like I like if I ever pictured like possibly having like a party I always imagined that it would be for my 40th like for some reason 40 just seems like the biggest one out of like the tens like I like it always was just like I don't know why I just like thought of it as like yeah I don't know it was just all and so I'm a little disappointed but um you know whatever it's fine like I'll do something for 41 I don't know (laughs) yeah it's just a number and we'll make it worthwhile and we'll figure something out but you and I can convo on anything that we can do that would be possible like I'd say oh last week we could have went back to the spa but nope shut down again yeah (laughs) So I have some credits. I was like, I was waiting to use them, and I was just, but I was busy. It was a fourth, and then I was like, oh, I want to use it next week. Oh no, everything shut down. I mean, I did manage to go to the casino and use my free play because that would expire. Um, what felt the best about that was being able to submerge in a pool because it's been so hot here. And just being in any kind of pool outside of the kiddie pool in my yard, um, submerged fully was 
by far more satisfying than any kind of more than my free steak dinner, more than my gambling addiction, just submerging in the pool felt so good. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, because that, that, that happened last weekend before the new mandate. So I don't know if there are, things are open. So, you know, speaking of Daisy's birthday, you know, um, you know, uh, Daisy's cousin, the same age. Yes. His birthday, we were going to do a big uh, pool party hotel thing. But given the situation, we just don't know. It's like first come, first serve. And is it that fun? So just kind of cancel those plans and just going to do a low key, low key thing. So. Yeah, I'm having like a, like a, it's, um, I mean, I, I, I'm sure that everyone is, I know some people are, you know, super. Um, you know, not even wanting to do any of those things, which is totally fine. And, um, you know, but it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's just crazy now. Like every single thing that I think of, like, I think of like the, the coronavirus, you know, um, you know, like how you could be affected by it. Like it's like everything just seems like grosser. I don't know. Like yeah. I, I've always been grossed out by germs too, but like now it's just like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. Well. We can still think about a little trampoline party with just, you know, the four of us. Yes. I I, I meant to text both you and Michaela. Like, I, I really want to plan a day for you for you guys to do that. Like, you guys, they would have yeah. so much fun. So much fun. Because we're all safe and the kids are, you know, just golden and safe. And But, you know, the parents are safe. So, you know. Totally. We're all good. Small groups, people. Yes, yes. Small groups. Trust people we know what everyone's doing and just be honest like i like my biggest thing is like if i would just expect like my friends and family and and humans i just expect everyone to be like honest and like if you're maybe not feeling the best like just say you know what i'm not like i everything's cool but i i'm feeling a little off i'm gonna stay home today like cool no like no guilt nothing like that's that's cool yeah. Um, I, as, as long as everyone's honest, you know, but like people, I've, I don't know, they're still. Yeah, d- don't take one for the team and be like, well, I'm not sure. Like, no, don't. Just be like, mm, I'm unsure. So just. Yeah, just play it. Go safe. with that. Yeah. Add. Go with that. Totally. You know, if, I, if I'm able to do stairs and do my workouts and like, okay, I, I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, the fourth here was crazy because this is the first time Huntington Beach, you know, hasn't done the public fireworks. And then their parade, which is the longest running parade for like 104 years, um, they still managed to do their parade, but they adapted it. So I think they can still hold on to their title as the longest running parade west of the Mississippi um, because they did a neighborhood thing. And in fact, I had friends that happened to be going through they they ran across this neighborhood parade so it was kind of like a traveling parade mm-hmm. so they they went within a mile of every neighborhood in Huntington Beach just uh you know a traveling parade like it's not just the main street where everyone you know stakes up their tents and their position it was, you know, designed to keep everyone in the yards or if they walked a few blocks, they could probably see it passing by, but everyone's outside, but sporadically. So they managed to do that. They didn't do the fireworks, but I was shocked um, at the fireworks in the neighborhood here, but I heard it was everywhere. Um, 
I don't know. Our neighborhood streets, they're very small streets, beach community, but every street seemed to have like city wide professional fireworks. Like the ones we saw on the beach, the big display, people seem to get their hands on that. Like we, we did, a, like I normally don't do fireworks because I, I just like to watch what, you know, the professionals do. Leave it in the hands of professionals. We did get some for fireworks and do it in our yard, and some were great and some were a little scary. Not going to lie. <laughs> but we went out to our yard, uh, out to the street, uh, front yard, and uh, what was going off were, like, the huge, like, Disneyland-style fireworks. I'm like, where are these people getting them? But I will say people did it safely and there was no crowds there was no people on the street they were doing it like in a respectable place um but they were giant and huge and they went from 9 p.m till 2 a.m it was like a huge disneyland spray and if it wasn't my street it was the next street or the next street or the next street you know know what kind of fireworks that i feel like like schwartz would have is like you know like in like the packs like that you get like the legal you know little baby fireworks that you get i feel like you get that have you seen that one where it's like a little puppy dog and it like sits on the cement and you light it and it like poops out like little (laughs) like embers you know like there's like the snake and then there's like a puppy have you seen those yeah. Like I feel like he would he'd be like, Oh, this this is cool. Oh, that sounded like T Sandy, but I meant it to be Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Baba. Yeah, look at this, puppy, this this reminds me of the dog. Puppy, the puppy is like shooting out fireworks. Baba, this is safe. This is like what we did in Minnesota. Isn't this oh, funny? <laughs> we have these ones that like okay, so one of the people here, you know, leave it to men. I'm like, this isn't safe. This isn't, it's too close, too close. You know, like, I don't like that shit. All right. I like the professionals to handle this. But given the situation, I'm like, all right. I bought my first pack. I didn't know how. Well, first of all, someone told me to go to Westminster Mall in the parking lot. They had like better shit, whatever. I go there. I can't find the stand. All of a sudden, I see this line, 100 cars deep i'm like is this the line for the fireworks stand because i'm not on board i will just go to the five other stands i passed along the way which took me you know from where i live to westminster mall it took fucking 20 minutes up golden west um oh no i found myself in line for the testing covid testing line i'm like i was shocked because you know we're, we're not like a yeah we live in a I guess heavily populated town but you know it's very residential so I was shocked that there was like a hundred cars deep waiting for this drive through COVID testing line and that just kind of blew me away I guess I just hadn't seen that before because maybe I haven't been out of the house outside of walking and it just blew me away thinking okay I'm not like in a inner city situation where there's a huge line like we're just in a residential area and there was a huge line and it was like a random like Wednesday afternoon it was very odd to me and I was like wow well A I'm in the wrong line because I'm not going to get tested I'm just looking for fireworks backed up retract went to the one you know off the side of the road in front of the supermarket got 
again, I was so dumb and naive. I've never bought fireworks in my life. I was scared of sparklers as a child. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, well, what about this? What? Oh, what about the all-in-one party? They're like, oh, well, that's, you know, the ending. It's just one big boom. I'm like, oh, and it was like $150. So I'm like, I don't, I'm not getting one for $150. I know. I know. I'm like, well, what are these? And there's all these different levels. All American, all party, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, can I just get something in the middle? I'm like, what does this include? And then she showed me pictures. They were very, very helpful. And I was like, oh, well, that looks cool. And that looks moderate. I'm like, let me get the all American. And it was like a medium price point. And I felt good about it. Like not too extreme, not too dangerous, not going to damage anything, but still be fun. Not too scary. So that's what I went with. But then my friend uh, came over and her boyfriend came over with some illegal fireworks, which didn't turn out so well because they scared the kids so they didn't want to watch the actual legal fireworks that I had purchased because they were scarred from the illegal ones that ended up like shooting us in the ass caught my friend's hair on fire caught my (gasps) ass on fire oh my god they were zooming around horizontally it was was a scary situation wow um but you know well happy fourth of July (laughs) Anyways, that's funny. That was our story. So, but but really, uh, outside, everyone, the whole neighborhood, I guess it's community. It's kind of like they take such pride in their celebrations here, and it's kind of like they're like, "Fuck you, we're not gonna let you." Like, we're still gonna do a parade, but we're gonna do it safely and moderate it, um, and modify it, and then we're gonna do our fireworks, but. I guess we're going to do them on our own. They, like, nobody stopped Huntington Beach. I guess I will say that. But from what I saw, it was mostly safely. There was not... The nice thing was is it was almost more safe than it usually is because usually the streets are packed and you just get all sorts of people, like, causing a lot of trouble. And so kind of it was just kind of like, hey, we're all celebrating... We're going to do our thing, but we're not, you know, there's not wasted people wandering the streets and, 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 you know, because the bars are closed, (laughs) there's not a lot you can do. Yeah. And Huntington Beach is very much about celebrating their freedoms right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hey, don't judge. It's like, there's a lot of people that (laughs) live here. So there's, you know takes all kinds it's a diverse community okay (laughs) (laughs) um okay so where do you want to start i feel like there's like all right well i want to hear about your flying roaches first of all that scared the shit out of me i feel like i want to tell that story like in the middle i have a story for you guys though um it's another um pest control issue at my home so it's not as it's not as good as the rat story but it's pretty it's pretty good all right well you jump in whenever you want to i will i heard uh peter on a podcast and i just i you know i've been struggling with podcasts lately i'm like i need content it helps me get 
me through my workouts. Um, so I was listening to something I've never listened to before. I'm like, oh, Peter. Normally, I wouldn't like seek out Peter, but I was like, I might have a laugh. I might have a laugh. And actually, I had a lot of laughs, a lot of chuckles. All right. It was so funny. I mean, it's almost like... I want to say like a fart, like just like kind of like, am I on candid camera? His interview, and you know, it, no different than ours. I would love Peter, love Peter, but he's so a little bit delusional on reality, right? Okay. I I truly like in the beginning, like a spot, like with our interview and a couple that I've heard him do before. I honestly, I didn't know if, like, if he was kidding. Like, I, I thought, like, right. like it's kind of like, um, I don't know, like, how people say that, like, Jax is, like, you know, a dick and, like, aloof when he meets people. You know, like, it's like, is he putting that on? Like, I feel like, like, that's his, like... Like, he's paid to be the villain. Yeah, and it's, like, his defense mechanism when he's around the public is he throws that vibe out because it protects him from either like being made fun of or like someone maybe like criticizing him to his face. So when he throws out like that vibe, everyone's like, Oh shit. Like I better not do anything because he, you know, it's like Jax and he is a dick, you know? So I feel like that's like what he does. But with Peter, it's like, um, I, I, I can't tell if like, if he's like fucking with me, like, like, is he, I I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so either. And, and because I've heard enough on several different mediums and it, I, 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 I root for the guy. I do, but I'm a little worried. I'm really worried for him now. I feel like this quarantine has probably been the hardest on him because but he, he doesn't think so he actually thinks he thinks it's going great oh oh He's, the best part of the podcast is he actually thinks literally like a quote and like not verbatim quote but literally as close as i can come he's like well i know the thing is about covid now when people think about covid they think about Peter Madrigal's social happy hour. It's become a thing. And so, like, the whole corona, the the COVID, the quarantine, they think instantly, they think Peter Madrigal's social happy hour. And he was dead fucking serious. And I'm like, um, because he's been so vigilant on his, I don't know, 3 p.m. or you know and he was doing IG live and then he moved to YouTube because he was getting hacked as Sheena actually mentioned on her podcast these these kids were spoofing him and really fucking with him and he actually addressed that he's like uh we decided to move from IG live to YouTube because uh there was there were some uh uh some guests that weren't vetted properly and so this way by moving it to YouTube we didn't have to vet the guests um, because people were commenting live on his IG feed, but they were fucking with him, but they were like 12-year-old boys. And it was hysterical, and everyone was laughing at him. I mean, she didn't even address this. Like, she felt bad for him. She's like, oh, Peter, these guys are fucking with you. And he, but he was clueless, and so he's playing along with these boys. So when he finally figured it out that like, people were making fun of him, he switched to YouTube. He's like, yeah, they... Uh, and he explained it on this podcast saying, yeah, the, the, the guests, uh, some of the commentators, they weren't vetted properly. It's like, 
you're not you don't vet people on an IG live, right? They're your fans, you're not. You're gonna take the the fans and the critics and you're gonna that's that's the thing. But he literally said, Yeah, I think now at this stage, uh when people think of COVID and quarantine, they think uh they really equate it with uh Peter Madrigal's social happy hour and I was like Peter, please don't say that. <laughs> You're like I want to root for you, but that was just really sad. What you just said. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's for not thinking that, but the, it, it went on and on, and then um, it's kind of like like today. Um, Ronnie is Ronnie has been entered into like this virtual talent competition, like from her her studio that she's at. Like they're because they can't do competitions. Like that's what they're doing right now. Like you you enter in like a a number that you did online and then like uh depends on like how many views and likes you get then you get an award or something well you know I'm always hyping her up you know like I speak positively to her and stuff well today she was um she was talking to her friend like on FaceTime and she's like she's like yeah I'm probably gonna win because I'm the best and I'm probably gonna like be the most popular YouTuber and I'm like Wow. Like, I'm like, like she took like anything positive that I said and like took it like ste- like ten steps further. And I feel like, you know, like maybe like a nice yeah. fan of Peter was like, hey Peter, like I look forward to your cocktail hour every day at three. Like it's really helped. And like he'll read that and like and then he'll like multiply it times like a thousand people saying that and like truly believe that that is like what has happened. Like maybe we yeah. should all be like Peter. Like I I don't know. He's well, it went on, and I mean, God bless him. God bless your heart. But he went on because the, the 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 host kind of kept saying, "Well, I mean, you're you know you're an OG." He's like, "Ah, oh, my OG, a mean OG." And he's like, "Well, you know, but how do you feel about that? Like, you didn't have a title card." It's like, "Huh? What are you talking? What, what do you mean?" Well, you're not in the opening scene, you know, when they're throwing drinks and blowing rose petals. Oh, I, I don't know. I never thought about it. I mean, I'm the OG, and and then he went on to say, like, I'm the I'm the glue. It's funny. I'm the silver lining. I'm the silver lining. I hold the show together. I hold Sir together. I have uh, half of me in the show, half of me managing Sir, and then. Uh, the host said something like, "Well, Sheena's in the show, and she was like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheena's a silver lining too, but like, I, I really hold together. I'm an OG, like Sheena's too." But I was like, "But he's like, he he couldn't figure out the title card thing. He's like, well, I don't know, I don't know what they do with that." And then the host was talking about pay. He's like, "Well, you know, you're an OG and you're a main cast member. Yep, yep, been there from the beginning." It's like, "Well, what about the pay, like?" You know, you see your friends buying these houses, and you're still managing Ooh. these jobs. And he's like, uh, I, I, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't care about pay. We're, we're all the same. We're all mains. We're all OGs. Uh, like no, he, no, really. Like you gotta listen to it. It was so. It was. Oh my god. Sad, but like sad in a part like. The, the thing was, it's like he had never. He's like, oh, well, I never even thought about it. I'm like, how would you not think about it? And the fact that you've never thought about it, there's something wrong there because I would think about it and I would think, ah, oh, fuck this. I would like, hey, if you don't care, 
you just want to be in the peripheral and you're happy with the money you get, cool, awesome. But if you actually still think, because he always, he still maintains, he doesn't watch a show, he's never seen the show, and that's why I think he realizes he's not a moon cast member, um, but he still thinks he is, but it's like some level of delusion, and it, it, it kind of scares me in a little bit for him, because then he was talking about, you know, the the host is a little uncomfortable because they're like, okay, he's not getting it. So they're going into, you know, his business ventures and stuff, you know, Peter Riffick's thoughts. And he's like, well, I just, I've got this great idea and whatever. Yeah. Obviously he has uh, business partners in there with him. Uh, but I, it, it just made the most sense for me to be their guinea pig, you know, as it's celebrity slots. And I said, Hey, I'll be the first guinea pig as your celebrity. I'll do, let's start with Peter Riffick slots. I'll be the first one. And it's just the way he was saying it was like he was the first guinea pig uh, celebrity. And it's like, mm, uh, <laughs> yeah. It. I mean, I, I. I think there's a like a missing puzzle piece there, and I don't know what it is. Um, we want to root for you and we do root for you but there's a little bit of a delusional factor there I don't know like I don't, Peter like okay a lot of I, people will say I like leaner pump people are like like D-list or C-list but even if they're B-list but it's like even if you give Vanderpump rules the credit of being like B-list celebrities Peter's not there. So to, to to base a celebrity slot thing around Peter being the guinea pig of the celebrity of choice to tempt people in, I, I, I don't think he's understanding. And he he probably should watch the show, maybe. Do you, um, I mean, uh, I, I put Peter at the same level as, like, uh, at Max. Like, um, Max mm-hmm. Todd. I feel like, you know, they both, they come on here and there. They've had storylines. Um, they both work there. I mean, it's like the same, like, I'm just trying to think of it, like, from a production standpoint or, like, if I was, like, a story writer yeah. on the show. Like, um, if I'm looking for something, like, you know, let's say I'm the person who has to do the storyline at Sir, I would definitely, like, like uh you know when i'm trying to think like paint my picture i might consider having peter on in the background or something but like i I feel like yeah that's all it is it's like you could choose from peter guillermo or max like those are your background players at sir oh gosh he said something else you just reminded me so he said because someone they were saying you know when tourists come in you know they want to see people right the cast members and he was like, oh, it's great. It's great. All of a sudden, you know, you'll see a tourist come in and they'll be like, holy shit, there's Peter. You know, that that could be why he has such a false sense of, like, celebrity is because when there's no one else at Sir, like, it probably <laughs> is, like, impressive. Like, everyone, I mean, at least you're getting to see someone, you know? Yes, yes. Someone on TV. But really, like, is that the reaction of, anyone like okay you guys respond to me that come visit LA and go see Sir on purpose do you really go holy shit there's Peter like I get it holy shit there's Sheena holy shit there's Stassi holy shit there's 
Brittany or Jax. Raquel. You really say, holy shit, there's Peter. It's like, it's more like, oh god, no one's here. And they're like, oh, cool. Well, there's Peter. There's someone. Yeah. But did they really go, but he he actually verbatim said that. He's like, oh, they're so happy because they're like, holy shit, there's Peter. I'm like, mm. normally I'm like, Peter, um, can I get a napkin? Because this one's really dirty. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I'm not being a bitch like that. But I'm just saying, like, really? Are people saying that? Like, cool. I, it's, it, 100%, once again, I love I, that for him. Yeah, and I love it, that for anyone to have an experience. But it's mm. just like one of those things, like, again, like, you shouldn't be the one saying that about yourself. Like, let, let us say that. Let, yes. let, let us say, like, oh my god you know what you guys the best thing about going to sir is no matter what you're going to get to see peter which is you know like let us say that yes. you can't say that about yourself like you can't you can't great say that point. it doesn't greatest thing you just said exactly yeah. you can't say it about yourself but let yeah let yeah. everybody else yeah perfect <laughs> okay cool well that was the podcast um and whatever it was um i, I was reaching i'm like can I search anything? Like, I guess I was like Vanderpump Rules starved. I mean, outside of ourselves, but like, uh, my friend put on our podcast and she was walking near me and she put it on on speaker. I was like, ah, I like literally had like a ever shake to my body. I'm like, I can't hear my voice. I can only listen to my voice if I've been drinking. So I, I don't like to hear my voice. I don't like to hear my own podcast. I like to hear you talking. But um, yeah, it's hard hearing your so own I've voice. Been, I don't I've like starved. hearing my own voice either. Um, yeah, I've for, been starved for content. <laughs> for Fourth of July, um, I got a new barbecue. Me and Ronnie went to Home Depot at like six in the morning, um, to get a barbecue because I wanted to barbecue for Fourth of July, and um, I am happy to report that I did something very Brittany esque. Um, Brittany mm-hmm. Cartwright and I barbecued corn for the first time in my life. Nice, we did too. Cool. Um, yeah, I've never. How'd it go? Really good and um, like news alert: did my children love corn on the cob, which was amazing. Like they've like, been asking for it since then. So I'm literally like Brittany and Jax now with the corn. Okay, did you wrap it? Yeah, I did. Okay, because otherwise, like you got to boil it partially and then grill it to get the char or you got to wrap it because otherwise that's just going to get charred but not cooked yeah yeah i wrapped it good good call yeah very proud of you yeah i i feel super accomplished um i don't really think you're Brittany and jack's adjacent because they just pour it out of the can yeah they love their kernel corn and they love their hungry jack corn in the little pocket next to the chocolate pudding souffle and the hungry man Salisbury steak. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah, so also there is an update on Sherry Cartwright for anyone who's interested. She made an updated post on her Facebook saying that, you know, day by day things are getting better. She still doesn't understand why this is happening to her, but... um, she, you know, she's always been healthy and everything. So, I mean, that's really hard. Like, she literally is getting winded walking to the kitchen. So, I absolutely 
Well, any surgery, you can catch an infection just from the hospital. She could have been healthy as a horse. It happened to my dad. He was healthy. He was tested for everything before he went into just a exploratory thing and then caught E. coli in the fucking Mayo Clinic. So I get what she, you know, it, it happens. There's, like I said the last time, um, my friends that's an, a nurse in labor and delivery, they have a COVID uh, mother. Uh, you know about to give birth and a lot of people are like oh she should be on the COVID floor she should be on the labor delivery floor you know it, it just shit happens you catch things in hospitals unfortunately um, my question is so Kristen and her boyfriend are flying to go see Jackson Brittany in Kentucky and mm-hmm. obviously Sherry and a lot of, I mean I'm not commenting I guess I'm just reporting on a lot of comments I've seen like okay well is that wise like because she had a serious infection so you really don't want any possible contaminants coming in right um, which maybe explains Jack staying back and Brittany just seeing here because you pr- I know in the hospitals right now one person at a time so I know she's home recuperating, but like Kristen and her boyfriend coming, they're going through several airports because there's no direct to Lexington. So you have several airports. Um, I don't know. There's just questions there. Is that why? So when they're going to visit them when she's still recuperating from an infectious disease uh, or situation? I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I'm i sure that, you know, Kristen is welcoming, you know, getting out of town and getting away, and then it seems like she, you know, is finding solace in, like, being around friends and supporting friends and probably, you know, doing something for someone rather than, you know, sitting yeah. around and stuff, so... Well, and- she I, loves doing that. Yeah, yeah, so I I see what she's doing, but yeah, it, it is um it sucks that like that you have to like even like, you know, raise an eyebrow at, you know, someone going to go visit someone who isn't feeling well, but it's true. It's like, you know, like I have my grandpa, like I have to like complete I I haven't been able to see him. He's 93 years old. You know, it sucks. Like it's Yeah. It's it's And sucks. I don't, I'm not saying she shouldn't and I know she's a great friend and she's going there for support and I know they're being safe. They've documented that. They're being safe. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, Sherry's not ninety three, but you know, at the same time I guess uh people have commented that someone said they saw Jacks in the Dallas airport refusing to wear a mask. People were commenting saying wear a mask and they were refused and then people said they saw him at a Hooters where people were everyone eating and they had masks he wasn't eating he was hula hooping refused to wear a mask i don't know and you just can hear jack's like yeah fucking do what i want but it's just like i I don't know um i'm I'm, i think i think kristen's doing everything safely i've I've, she's documented it but i don't know about jack's maybe you should have stayed in la with the dogs (laughs) i just literally don't understand the mask thing it's like it, but actually, it, like, totally tracks for Jax to be uh, resistant to it because it's literally, like, a, um, it's being, like, polite to to your fellow human. It's like saying, right. you know, like, let, let me be polite. He doesn't it's care like, about them. It's like it's like saying, like, go go in front of me in line. Like, you have one item, and Jax, like, has a full cart, and he's like, no, I'm first! You know, it's like, 
it completely yeah. he doesn't care he doesn't care about anyone but himself he doesn't care about He's untouchable like, he doesn't care about the mask because he thinks he can beat it but he doesn't care about giving it to someone else yeah exactly. and that's and that's the thing like i'm very mask aversive as well uh, but i wear it in any place like in the store do i wear it on my walks no but do if i pass someone which is very rare I will go onto the street and we're more than six feet. We're probably 12 feet. Like I'm very respectful of space and we're outside in the air and with the sun that kills it. Um, it's disres- yeah, it's disrespectful to people who are having to work. Like I doubt Jax would want to go work at the grocery store around a bunch of people. And those people are, you know, yeah. they're, they're working. It's like, be respectful. Just put your mask on. Don't be a dick. You know, like yeah. it's, ugh. Yeah, exactly. And he he is a dick. So, but I've I've read now several different reports and sightings that people have commented on and reported. And you know, hey, are they all true? I don't know. But if I've read twenty reports, probably a fourth are true, if not all. But even a fourth, that's a fourth too many. Mm-hmm. Don't be a fucking dick. You're at Hooters, you're at the the airport, you're at the, you know, come on. Just public, you know, inner spaces. Mm-hmm. Inside, you know what? I'm not going to give you shit if you're running on the street in Malibu. Okay, you do you. Cool. I'm not going to give you shit. But, you know, if you're on an airplane and everyone's required to do it, you're not exempt. Okay? Yeah. Entitlement. So none of us like to wear it. Like I can barely breathe. That's why I just stop going to the store. I'm like, yeah, I'll just fast. <laughs> Anyways, so um, okay, so Christian and Alex, so they're still getting along. They're flying to Kentucky. Uh, Stasi posted a couple baby bumps. Now there's some controversy about this, and and. I don't want to say controversy. I want to say discussion. Because here's the thing. I don't give a shit. If you're holding your baby when you're one month pregnant or nine months pregnant, you do you. Like, if you're so happy you're pregnant and it's like four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, cool. Like, embrace that. I love that. I just feel like these photos were a little staged oh, her holding her bump at five weeks, six weeks. You're not, like, physically, are you really? Because most people don't even know they're pregnant until two months, six weeks, what, eight weeks? Um, Are you really holding your stomach at all times? Every time someone, a paparazzi takes a picture, you're, you're holding your bump when you're six weeks pregnant, eight weeks pregnant? I don't know. For me, it seems a little staged, a little exploitative, um, for the PR, for the exploiting the baby, I don't know. I'm not judging anyone that holds their baby bump. That's cool. Do you. And be proud of it. But for me, it just kind of seems staged and timely. Because we, every time we see a picture, and then, what, 12 hours later, Us Weekly reports on that picture, and we know her PR firm is very 
close with us weekly and that sort of thing it's like oh her at the grove with the witches of weho wasn't that a timely picture it's like okay well if you're worried about like stasia was actually if you listen to her podcast before it was cut off she was very freaked out about covid she was talking to Lala and Katie. She's like, you guys can go out. I'm not going to, I'll let you guys test the waters. I'm not going out. I'm too paranoid about COVID. Well, she's super paranoid about COVID, but also she's pregnant. But all of a sudden, you can go to the Grove out in the open and post the pictures without masks. I'm like, well, that seems, because, you know, she was podcasting about being super paranoid about COVID but all of a sudden you're really comfortable now that you're newly pregnant if you're newly pregnant and you're paranoid about COVID you probably wouldn't be at the fucking Grove when they just open like I still have not gone to a restaurant since everything has happened and uh, yeah I I did find I mean no judgment but I I did find it strange that she chose to go to the Grove to a sit-down restaurant. Um, yeah. It's very I, I, congested. A very yeah. congested area. Yeah. And, I mean, where she was sitting, you saw how close that girl was that was taking a picture with them. Like, it's, like, right up there with everybody. So, yeah. I don't know. And, with you know, there's a picture of Bo, like, buying her, like, a, a, a pregnancy seatbelt, which, like, LOL. Um, it's like a... A rookie buy but um i feel like i feel like um like i was just thinking i'm like i don't even know what you're talking about i mean it's like literally ridiculous but like i if you're like changing out her seatbelt to ensure that like she's safe like you're letting her go to the grove and sit outside like um like during like early pregnancy yeah pandemic and an early pregnancy like just like is is that worth it like is that worth it i I don't i don't know oh it was for a post it was for pr that's my point and i also i don't think she would do that voluntarily because of what she said before any of this firings happening her podcast she literally said to lala she's a wall let you guys do all that and then when you guys creep around and do all the things I'll maybe slowly come out because she was too paranoid. I'm like, so how often are you not paranoid? Well, A, we've had another spike. And B, now you're pregnant. Don't you want to protect your child even more? Like, I'm not saying you should. Like, this is her talking. I'm saying like, hey, breathe some air, get some vitamin D, blah, blah, blah. That's me. But for her, what she said on her podcast just does not line up with, oh, I have a a newly I'm still in that risk risk zone when most people don't even announce they're pregnant until three months celebrities even longer three to four months right I, but more yeah for average person two to three months I feel like like her the the photos that have come out with her touching her stomach I don't know they don't bother me I feel like that's like a total normal thing to do when you're pregnant and yeah. um that's that's one part of the argument yes i i think like enjoy like she it's her first baby she's having a girl enjoy every moment i'm all about it i don't that doesn't bother me i just feel like that was a planned and staged moment that's what bothers me yeah but i don't care if you're six weeks pregnant and you're holding your belly cool but i feel like it was if you you go and you google megan markle megan markle pregnant holding belly 
literally it's ev- like look at it it's like shot by shot every shot that we have seen of Stassi and we all know that that is her idol and I I think that she's 100% modeling how she wants her well, pregnancy to look by what Meghan Markle did well and Meghan Markle had something to prove she had to gain empathy from she wasn't in the favor of the UK society she's an outsider so she had to gain favor and empathy and that was a way to do it. I'm not saying that was her motive, but that, w- let's just say that is the motive because we all love her, or, or we'll just say Americans, people like Stasi. Oh, Meghan Markle, she's ideal, whatever, lover. But the, the people in the UK, they're like, oh, she's an outsider. She's not the royal blood. She's, oh, Oh, he's going to leave the crown, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, granted, he's not William. But you know what I'm saying? Like, she maybe, I'm not going to say what she did for empathy, but if Stassi's emulating what she did and it gained support, mm-hmm. if Meghan Markle gained support of the UK society by like, oh, I'm, I'm embracing my baby. Give me empathy. Give me peace out. Like, just give me fucking space. Don't rip on me. I'm embracing my baby. You're right. She's she's doing the same thing. Um, I just I just like I just re- absolutely remember the same comments um, were like very um, much the same towards Meghan Markle. People were like, why does she keep touching her stomach? Which, every single shot she's touching her stomach. Like we get it. You're pregnant. Like you're not the first person yeah. to be pregnant. And, um, you know, the same comments are coming at Stassi. So I... Yeah, and I I, I can't win on that. Like, I think if you really want a baby, yeah, you're going to be really engaged with that. And you're going to be touching your stomach, whether you're four weeks pregnant, five, six, nine, twelve. I get it. Um, So I can't rip on someone for that. No, I do I, we're just, just think we're, we're just commenting her, on it. We're just commenting and we're yeah. noticing. It's no big no. deal. I, no, I think it's great if she, you know, you do you. I'm only commenting on I think the timeliness of oh this random photo and then this twelve hours later the random photo Us Weekly, which is in cahoots with her PR firm and Backgrid and. It, I just feel like it's planned and timely. Like, hey, hold your baby. And maybe it's not. Maybe I'm completely, you know, and I hope so. And I hope she's happy and I hope she's enjoying. It does seem like they're enjoying their pregnancy and I, I truly yeah. hope so. But, and you know, you know what? I'm actually glad that, like, I'm glad that she's still posting and I'm glad that even though, like, you know, people are, yeah. are saying stuff no. at every post, like, I think she should celebrate these milestones with her followers yeah. and whatever. So, I mean, she's in a, she's in like a lose-lose situation, so she's doing right. the best she can and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And 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 then sporadic posts. Yeah. With, you know, not being disrespectful but also being like, "Hey, I'm not going away. I'm just like, hey, I'm checking in with you guys." Yeah. Someone yeah. said she went private on Instagram. She, yes, she, if you're, you know, not following her, she's private. Which is weird, because why would you do that with 
two million followers. So it's kind of like mm, kind of defeats the purpose because yeah. people share and screenshot and blah blah blah. But it's odd choice. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I mean, I would say I'm like. I, I haven't been sick of her uh, doing pregnancy posts. Maybe Bo is more. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of tired of Bo's posts, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, we get it. You bought every book in the world. Guess what? So is every father. So is every mother. We get it. Oh, you bought an outfit. Oh, you did. Yeah, we get it. You're going to be. You're excited to be dad. You're going to be a good dad. Uh, I mean, no, a little excitement's great. Yeah, I, uh, don't if, bombard if, us if I were like Bo's manager, I would, I would like, um, maybe like giving, give him some Real constructive good. criticism and say, maybe like take a different angle with it. Yeah. It's, it's like, although Real it, 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 in a little bit. he could like write, he could write a book called like basic dad because that's what he's doing. Like maybe <laughs> that's what he's trying to do, but it's like, yeah. it really is by the book basic dad and like if chad were to like update his social media the way that Bo is like he like he would be laughed like all of his friends would laugh at him like you can't be like my baby mama wants ice cream but not the flavor i want <laughs> lol like that's like it's it's like yeah my, my baby mama asked for a pickle with ice cream have pickle. you guys heard of such yeah. a thing i was just gonna say that like, yeah. and I haven't had a had a baby. I was like, oh yeah, bagel so nice. Yeah, exactly. I, I wonder if Stassi likes being called his baby mama. <laughs> you know. Um, I noticed that I'm going off topic. I noticed that um, low low French, um, is it, it looked like maybe Stassi gifted her like her old like kitchen table. It's in her apartment now. Well, I don't know why that is news, but I noticed that, and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm sure they got new furniture for the new house." And yeah, but that I mean, that table is like so iconic, you know, like that's where Patrick sat. That's where you know. So, uh, Lo could sell it on eBay uh, as soon as Stassi defriends her, which you know, TikTok. Yeah, time's about up. Yeah, time's up. Yeah, you know, she cycles. Yeah, you know, Al- Alex had her time. Rachel at her time. I mean, you know, Alex is still in the peripheral, but, you know, once Alex moved on and had a boyfriend, she really wasn't of service to uh, Stassi anymore. So, there you go, low. Yeah. Perfect. You know, she had already ixnated Rachel for... We're not quite sure why. I don't know. Was Rachel friends with Christian? Um, We're not... We're not quite sure why. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, you know, we could ask Rachel, but she's not sure why either. So, really, the question relies with Stassi. Why do you dump a friend like that? Well, Lo, we'll be here waiting when you want to talk about it when you are dumped. Because, guess what? You will be dumped when the baby's born unless you become the nanny, which... That actually scares me because now I'm picturing like a lifetime movie. Like I'm, you know, they have like psycho nanny, psycho caretaker, psycho ex-wife, psycho stripper, psycho. I'm like, oh boy, low as a nanny scares me. Yeah, the power and the control scares me. So 
in a way, I kind of hope Jesse jumps low before that happens. No offense, low. I just think. Well, I just think what I think. Yeah. yeah. I think there's an unnatural relationship there. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know. We've heard what Rachel's had to say, and uh, she's very, you know, evasive about it, but uh, I think I know what shit went down. I think I know who's sane and who's not sane. I think I know whose motives are there and not there. I don't know. We'll just see. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anything else on social media that's been happening? Well, do you want to talk about Kristen's put on on that oh, podcast? Right. right, right, right. Yep. So you guys, Kristen um, did a podcast, which um, wasn't like a Vanderpump Rules podcast or anything like that. I mean, I had actually never even heard of this podcast. I had never heard of the podcast either, and um, still don't so, really know about it. I don't it know. Still kind of pisses me off. I'm like, hey, we were plugging her for so many years and fans of hers and her friends Sheena A hello um you know we're fans of hers we plugged her book we were plugging her book we were about to give away a shit ton of her books and then shit happened but like she never responded and this is all before I so it's kind of like I yeah. feel like she was strategic in how she picked you know how, like she I think that she did not want to do a Vanderpump Rules themed podcast I think that she was looking for something a little bit different where she could no. just have her side of the story told and she was testing the waters I felt like that was very much like she's gonna yeah. see like you know what the feedback is on that so well, and now in retrospect, retrospect um, when we were asking her, we were, you know, this is before shit happened again. I mean, clearly we had always talked about the faith situation. We had never let that go from two and a half years ago. You and I have talked about it the whole time, but we are also pro-Christian. Um, we weren't a fan of what she did and how she did it. Um, I didn't, you know... Well, I guess we're racially biased here. Um, we we didn't think at the time it was uh, a racial thing. We thought it was just like a really fucked up thing. Um, now we get that, you know, the bias of that that is very destructive. Um, but you know, we had wanted Kristen on the show. We had wanted to hear from her on her book and whatnot. Um, that kind of changed is you know whatever but I don't know it's just interesting her her choice of uh, podcast because it wasn't even like think, anything related yeah I think what hurt my feelings the most listening to the podcast was she was like oh yeah like I read my DMs and you know sometimes yeah. I choose you know and like hearing that like I, I know she read my, my messages to her and um, that sucks, you know, like, I, I feel like, yeah, it sucks. I feel like we have been big Kristen fans from day one, and, like, I, I don't, I can't recall ever saying anything, like, crazy about her, or, you know, she loves to call people trolls, I, I would not say that we are trolls, or anything, we've never done anything to her, 
Um, so yeah, I definitely my feelings are hurt that you know she never answered any of our DMs or anything like that. So I mean, she was responsive on social media posts and things like that, but you know, nothing deeper well, than that. And, and people with bigger followings than hers have. Mm-hmm. And I I just think there's a lesson here, like. People that are very appreciative she was, and she responsive. She wasn't a big podcast person, though, at all. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I know no, she I know. did okay. a lot of people's yeah. podcasts, but like, you know, different personalities too. Yeah, I don't know. She, she did friends podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, Jackie Schimmel's, Sheena's. She did friends podcasts, so I know that about her. But also, like, she actually has the least amount of following of anyone, and people that have bigger followings do do podcasts and when you know it's a safe environment like someone's cheering your cheers um also you know like hey a lot of people are are not going to make you uncomfortable you're their guest you're not going to podcasters for the most part are not barbara walters where they're going to make you uncomfortable on purpose. I've actually, actually, this podcast that she was on, they actually kept harping on her going, yeah, but what have you actually done? I know you say you've given up proceeds of this, but what have you actually done? They actually kept harping on her. I wouldn't have kept harping. I would have asked the question, maybe asked it again, but they like, yeah, you did this, you did this, but what have you actually done? And she had already answered the question. I, I, I found her a little actually frustrating, but I, I thought, you know, we wouldn't have, they, they were kind to her, but we would have known more about her and her situation, related more, and been kinder and said, okay, great. And where do we go from here? And instead, you know, she just had to give PC answers. And um, yeah, in a way, like I also felt uncomfortable when they kept pressing her. But in the other way, I was glad that they did because it was true. She really wasn't saying anything. True. Um, so I, I mean, I, I respect them for trying to go there. Yeah. Um, no, they they did, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so overall, when I finished listening, I, I didn't like, I, I had, I honestly had to like think about it for like a couple hours before I could decide how I feel. And I, I was a little disappointed in some of her answers. Um, yeah. I, I Me felt too. like not once I, I was hoping that at least in like because I felt like the host kept kind of asking her the same question in a different way trying to get her to yeah. to do what I wanted to do too which was say something about like you know yeah I've been having really hard days sometimes I can't get out of bed you know this has been super challenging but on the other hand I I know that what I am going through is nothing compared to what Faith has gone through. First of all, like, I felt like she wouldn't say her name. And then she wouldn't ever, she never acknowledged that anything that she's going through, like, also there's, like, another side to it. And that someone, because of her actions or, like, fine, don't even talk about your actions, but people are suffering 
like it, like they're having yeah. a bad day just like you are for a different reason. You know what I mean? Like I, I think she made it more about um, Black Lives Matter and her about shutting up and listening rather than her actual actions because the one thing you said oh, it really pissed me off in this interview was when she said well, it was a good thing her PR team and people around her told her shut up be quiet listen because she said oh when this came out and they said I called the police and we did this and we did that I didn't do any of that and she said that she wanted to spurt out I didn't do any of this all I did was call a tip line and leave a message well clearly that first two weeks after the firing she was in defensive mode she admits this on this podcast okay so you don't really think you did anything wrong because you just think you called a tip line and left a message well okay still you don't think that's wrong problem a problem b is the way you and stassi have told it on numerous podcasts you guys embellished it if that's actually just what you did still it's problematic but the way you guys embellished it to make your, you know, glorify yourselves like we are crime stoppers, we're crime solvers, we are detectives, we found her at a nightclub, we called the police, we followed up, we called Secret Service, we called the military, blah, blah, blah. They went on podcasts and said this. And whether Stasi embellished what Kristen did or Kristen said or the both of them did. Well, that's she said it, so that's problematic. So whether they did it or didn't do it, you said you did it, and you embellish your story to make yourself look good and glorify yourself as some super sleuth, super detective, super social justice warrior. Um, so whether you just called a tip line and left a voicemail, like she did say, she goes, well, it's irrelevant. It doesn't even matter what I did. I get, I respect what she said about that. She's like, it doesn't even matter what I did. But this is all she said when she initially heard the feedback. She wanted to go on Twitter and say, all I did was leave a voicemail on a tip line. Well, you're right, Kristen. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I respect her for saying it doesn't matter. Um because what was said on podcast was a lot more than that I think if that was the case it wouldn't have even been the big of a deal as it was had they not embellished or or even just who knows what the truth is but they said it and it's out there and it's recorded and I knew I knew that and the tweets are out there I knew for a fact that she wanted to say like she wanted to give more details on on what truly happened because um, if there's one thing that we know about Kristen is like that that is what she loves to do is to sit there and you know be social justice warrior yeah research and like find out like I I'm sure there is more to the story and like she absolutely can't tell it but I I feel like like you said just by her mentioning that it was very telling of like yikes like she's still defensive she's still defensive and like she's still like the 
if she like she's still not getting it which sucks no um and then like oh i, I i'm also... shutting up and i'm listening i'm not speaking i'm what, listening oh, what are you doing i'm listening to ted talks like that was oh, so cringy like that was so cringy dude like i oh oh the ted talks were mentioned three times it was like every time she said it, i was like Kristen. Like that is that sounds like you so sound like like you're you're. It's so if anyone's insulting. gonna define a white girl, I listen. So I listen to like these TED talks. I, and it's sir, had, I like I, I drink this like hard kombucha, um, because like a TED talk said that and like cool. You know what's really cool is <laughs> I was able to hang a sheet in my backyard in Valley Village, and I was able to actually watch it like kind of like a drive-in in my backyard and I was able to stream yeah. a TED Talk up and it was like, oh, like seriously you guys seriously like now I get it yeah and I like I had this hard seltzer that was like you know it was like, no and she's like you know I, and she's like you know and I don't want to like I don't want to like say like I'm glad that this happened to me but I'm glad that this happened to me because now Stassi and I are friends again so you know it's like eh, I'm, I'm I'm glad we're friends again. Yeah, we've been talking, and yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it, oh my god! Um, yeah, I was so like, I don't know, like I, I felt. I don't want to say I felt worse for Kristen in this situation, but when this happened to Kristen, like I feel like it was just kind of a different situation than Stassi. Um, and that, you know, she hadn't had as many strikes. Not that that makes it okay or anything. but no. right. It was, it, exactly. Like, Kristen had literally, like, she literally got canceled the day that her book was releasing. Like, it was just, it's pretty, like, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I And when, she hadn't made all the statements that Stassi had made. So, I really felt like Kristen took the fall for all of Stassi's mistakes However, I do know Christian led the Faith Crusade. Yes. And she does she does take accountability for the this thing. I, I appreciated when she said it wasn't my business. It wasn't my job. Yes, it yes. wasn't I, I love that part. She's like, I had I have no business getting into this shit and making shit right and wrong and blah blah blah. I, I appreciate that she got that and I truly believe she got that. Yeah. And, and I do think she took the hit for Stassi um all of Stassi's hits that I don't think Kristen would make those same mistakes that Stassi had done in the past. So I do think she got a raw deal on that. Um however the raw deal is Kristen did leave the did lead the um, witch hunt of faith. Absolutely. She was the leader of that. So they kind and, of yeah, and, each and, other. I f- and I feel like if you were to ask, you know, Sarah and I joke about this all the time, but we have many friends that have no idea what Vanderpump Rules is. Like they, they don't care. They absolutely do not watch the show. But yeah. I feel like if I were to ask one of those people that don't follow anything, if I was like, hey, who got fired from Vanderpump Rules? They'd be like, oh, some girl named Stassi. Like I feel like Stassi is the face of the firings and Kristen yeah. is kind of look, oh, yeah. like, like she... I've actually heard that actually a lot which that like, kind of sucks oh don't you have something vanderpump and then i've heard people in all sorts of capacities in this country they're like oh don't you have something to do with that 
I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But exactly. They're like, oh, we saw it on Good Morning America. We saw it on TMZ. We saw it on CNN. Yeah. We saw it in USA Today. It's it's really become global because yeah. it's groundbreaking with the firings. Yeah, but but like um I don't I feel like Kristen though like uh, like once again like she's not getting anything out of it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I, I don't know, like, Stassi's getting, like, a lot of press out of this, and she's going to be able to pivot. I don't know about Kristen. I don't know what, what, like, where Kristen's going to fit when in. She was, when, the, when the guys were like, what else are you doing? What else? I'm like, I feel like she already said, answered the question, but they're like, well, what else? And she's like, well, we're doing a limited collection uh, of James May. We have a biracial graphic artist and we're doing a limited collection uh black lives matter um proceeds will go to that and but they just kept hammering her but i'm like and you know what i I, how 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 much proceeds are you getting from james may anyways these days but the limited collection uh, are we really going there and then and then but she even has (laughs) i mean it's it's great intent and great thought but she's like you know, and then we have a biracial graphic artist. It's like, oh, you just can't have a like a. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird for me. It's a weird moment. Yeah, and then like a couple of other things that she said too. I like like it was like ooh, like or when she's like or you know like we you know we we go to Watts we go to Watts yeah. and well, you know yeah and, the Watts thing and well, that's you know that's fuck? where we we see people of color and it's like what what like what? you do not need to go to Watts like that's like that's like saying <laughs> like oh like we're like. I, I don't even know. I can't even. That was crazy. It was like another like cringeworthy moment where it was like Kristen. Like that is. Why would you say that? I I, I it was like very bizarre to me. What? Uh, how about like just? How about like out your front door? Like I. How about I, the USA? Yeah. How like, about that? Like what? Like but, why mention some place that like I, I, I don't like? Okay. That's, it was just like if you live in okay, even my town, super small town in Minnesota. Okay, hmm, not so diverse, but it's like three thousand people. Still, have a couple of black people. Um, go to Northern California, little like Mount Shasta. Still, but like you got you. Oh, you have to go to Watts. Can't go to. It would be like it would be. Santa it would be Monica, like if, if can't I. Go to it, yeah. It would, be like, to it would be like me saying, like, I really want to help, um, you know, homeless people. So I'm, I'm going to Skid Row every weekend. And it's like, that's great. That is a, a place where there is a, a, you know, a problem, like where a, there, you need a lot of help over there. But you also, there's homeless people in your city. Like, you um, literally yeah, could... guess what? I just pulled up to the liquor store because, well, sorry. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, I had something to celebrate today, but I pulled up. Yeah, there's a homeless guy there. Two doors down, homeless guy. Sorry, you don't have to. Be, you can be in a nice residential area. There's homeless people everywhere. You, black people, everywhere. Mexican people, everywhere. White people, everywhere. You know, that that was just that was weird. That was yeah, a weird statement. Yeah, I like um. And and I felt like she kept like there was like a couple of times like where she was like saying things like that and I was like, 
okay like that was okay but I don't I I I personally would have chosen a different word and if I was her going yeah. through this huge Watch. learning process I I would just like be I've, I would, I've been to Watts I've been to Watts it's basically saying like hey I have a black friend yeah and like PS it was just weird and I know like, she didn't Watts mean is, it that way but it was just weird like and like I feel like it's very outdated to say that like <laughs> Watts is like a very nice city like it like it is right. so that it's it's I, I I'm I'm trying to like well, find a comparison quite honestly, you, know, when, you know you live downtown and I at the factory downtown and I'm like I'm like everyone's like South Central Central I'm like I spent every day in South Central I like go get supplies I'm like is very great community. I, I, I'm like, I loved I mean, I, I wasn't LA. there at midnight, but I was there during the day. I'm like, it was a fabulous community. I was like, down there were, at midnight all the time, and like, it, everyone was, it was, it was a great community. It really was. Yeah. yeah. So I don't even know where she's getting this reference, but. And that sucks. Like, I feel bad even, like, you know, harping on like that comment, but like, I don't know, like, I was definitely listening to every word she was saying because I was, like, I was excited no. to hear where she was. And I was, like, really grateful that she decided to do a podcast so we and could... And why was it that podcast? Because, like, 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 nothing wrong with those guys. Those guys were great, but no, I'd it never just, heard it, of them. It literally just made no sense. Like, and I think that's really frustrating. You know, it's like... And, and even like, the way, on, even the way she was talking to them, like, was like a little not like. Where she's like, "I love you guys." Like, yeah, this is great. Like, no, you don't. Like, you're absolutely you. Like, she knew what she was doing. She knew like, what I've she never was even doing. Heard of them? Like, hey, you know what? Like, don't even go and watch your crappins. But hey, maybe go on Lance Bass. Some some pop cult Daily Dish. Go on some pop culture, non offensive shit where you know you're safe but that was just a random I'd never even heard of this so it was very weird to I, me well I mean I think they're like popular though amongst like their listeners but I think that I, I, I mean well, I'd never heard of them or seen them on the thing no offense to them I think they were great they were they were fabulous but I just never heard of them that's, that's my only point so it was random. But I think she was me. doing that on but she doesn't want anyone that is into Bravo to be hearing about that. She wants nothing to do with Bravo. You know what I mean? That's she was giving a big like F you to but everyone. When their episode ended, because I was working out and it went into the next episode, their next episode was with Leah McSweeney from New York Housewives. So they are very Bravo. Oh. And and they knew everything about New York and OC and they were very they're dudes but they were very like Bravo dudes hmm. I'd, I, I'd never encountered them before but you know when Kristen's ended because it's only like 38 minutes so I was working out and just naturally went into the next one mm-hmm. and they, it was Leah and they just they they gave her more they gave Leah more of a, a background than Leah knew because Leah never really watched the show. So these guys are like, oh, you didn't see this and this and this. So it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. So they are Bravo centric dudes. Hmm. Seem like, uh, 
don't know, straight toots. Yeah. The uh, kind of like bro talk, which is you know a switch. Um, no, I I thought it was great. It was fine. It was cool. But I, I I did like that they kept trying to get to the questions, the hard hitting questions that we all wanted to hear. Sometimes I felt like she answered him, and they kept kind of circling back, trying to get more. But then she was she was very careful. Yeah. What did what did which you, was smart? What did you think? What do you think about the part that um, Lisa has not reached out to her? Um, you know what? The first and most important thing I think is: Do you think Lisa reached out to Stassi? One hundred percent. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's funny. I was I was messaging with um, one of our listeners, and I. That's the exact question that I messaged. I was like, one hundred percent. Stassi, you know, has had like a full, like probably, you know, like meltdown talking to and stroking. You know, there's, there's. Yep. Um, Lisa, but, go ahead. It's just crazy. Like I, we we've talked about like you know before everything that happened. Like Kristen has done so much for this show, and of course, so has Stassi. Stassi, you know, and especially like she had the hero edit towards the end. But she overall, was, Kristen's done more than Stassi. Yes, one hundred percent. Stassi did a hundred percent season one, season two. Kristen took over from that shit, and then after Kristen, Sheena took over. And um, yeah, and she the and and she's been consistent. She's consistently showed up, and she's. I mean. I don't know. She's going to walk off. Yeah. And I felt for her in the, I did feel like, like Kristen was on like a a different journey than everybody else. Like I, I held Kristen to like a different standard because she was different. Like Kristen always, I don't know. I I just got Kristen. So when all this, like, I just, I can't believe that, um, you know, everything's going down like this and that Lisa is treating her like that. Like that's really shitty. She's always owned her shit and muscled through it and worked through it and paid the dues. And even when it comes down to faith and like, I'm not saying I got this confirmation from faith, but I know I've heard Kristen, messaged her and apologized to her well maybe it was after the fact but I don't know if Faith got the same thing from Stassi but Kristen does make the effort I think I think the difference is is like Kristen didn't think it was any kind of racially motivated thing and then she maybe thought about it got some feedback and realized oh wow I didn't think about it this way and truly felt remorse where and but I still think she's suffering from well, we shouldn't have cancel culture cancel culture well that's Stassi's influence she doesn't want Stassi to be canceled I still think Stassi thinks Stassi's right and Stassi didn't do anything wrong and I don't I mean I don't know if I ever heard a apology going from Stassi to Faith you know the the podcast before the problem the problematic year for Stassi it's kind of like she was sorry she got caught 
she's not sorry for what she said. And I heard so many podcasts after that where she was more like the guest of, like, more like on the bitch Bible. She's like, well, I can't say it, Jackie. You can say it because I get in trouble when I see my feelings. And Jackie's like, say it. No, just say it. And so Stassi will say it and just be like, mm, sorry, but that's not the way I feel. You know, it's kind of like Stassi gets... She's sorry she was caught. Yeah. She's not sorry for what she did or said. Kristen, she's sorry for what she did. She still thinks she did the right thing, but now she's seeing another side of like, oh, wow, I didn't see this other perspective and how this could come across. I don't think it, you know, there's any racism there. I think it was just uh, Kristen's overzealous social justice warrior-ness where, where she did say on this podcast it's not my place it's not my business I need to fucking butt out and that's exactly right if she just fucking butts out of the shit but it's different from the Stasi stuff yeah yeah yeah, so overall, um, like I said, like I was happy, like I was so happy to hear from her. Yeah, random podcast, didn't really make sense. Um, I don't know, I mean, and oh, and then like I also was like LOLing that she like verbatim agreed with our stance on like the whole thing. Like they should have, you know, shown this on Vanderpump Rules. They should have, you know, talked about racism head on. They should have talked about, like, the whole faith thing. They should have done it on camera. It would have been a learning experience for everyone. Everyone watching, you know. They could have absolutely done something with that. And I think that's true. And I think that what she was saying, in not so many words, is it was kind of her way of calling out Bravo and saying, like, you guys like literally are just as bad because you're just yeah. you you did nothing you said nothing and you know just by firing them you know, oh. what what happened you know well honestly that would have been a great conversation open um dialogue and scenes for us to witness and watch especially with some like really woke people like tom and ariana and to to weigh in on that and be a part of that but it's very much to the point to Bravo because so many people are saying, not just in our group, but in Reddit, everywhere. Um, like the below deck, there's so much misogynistic behavior that no one has ever called. Oh, finally, now after Stasi and Kristen, Max and Brett, oh, then they fired, you know whatever what the fuck whatever it's it's new guy charlie whatever but you're like oh what about ashton and his misogynistic bullshit and all all these people that have done really bad shit and we're like okay uh you know ross and just they didn't do anything because it's entertainment and it's fun Bravo doesn't give a shit until people complain. And now all of a sudden, oh, yeah, so in a way, Stassi and Kristen are the, uh, really, the witches of WeHo. They're the Salem witches 
hung up on a cross as an example, and then, oh, okay, we're going to cut this guy's uh, season short because he was, he said a racist comment. It's like, oh, guess what? They've, the, the guy right now that they cut him short on Below Deck Med, um, oh, they filmed his whole season. He was calling his superior sweetheart, honey, da, da, da. oh, that didn't matter. Oh, it was only because he, they found out after Stassi and Kristen, he put out some kind of racist tweet. Oh, then they fired him. Oh, so you didn't fire him over being, uh, calling your boss fucking sexually, I don't, it's just, sorry, Bravo's fucked up. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're doing damage control right now, and they're scrubbing and scrubbing, and they're firing people for reasons that they wouldn't have fired them before, but they have to hold them to a standard because now they fired Stassi and Kristen um, for for shit that they they actually didn't do on camera, and I'm not forgiving them, and I'm not giving them a pass, but they're firing people for. Uh, but they didn't fire... They're firing people for shit they did before, which was okay, but no one called them out on it. Well, I mean... There's the, so the, many the, people the that did fucked that, up things. The fact that they fired Max and Brett after letting them be on the entire yeah. season of the show. Right. Like, they... They, it's exactly like what happened with the pastor too. Like they, 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 they caught themselves in hot water. They tried to adjust, and then they go silent, hoping that we all forget it. And we don't, yeah. but we continue on because we're like, okay, like I guess we're doing this. And then it's like you know, and it's like enough. Like I, I really think this time they're gonna have to make a really big change because so you know. Um, thank you to Lolly who put the um, this uh, poll up in our group, but it was like such a good question. It's like, are you going to continue watching? Like, in what way will you continue watching Vanderpump Rules? Like, if you know the cast is the same, like, what do you want to see? Like, there was like all these questions, and like a lot of people are like, I'm done. Like, they went too far. Some people are like, I want to see what happens if they are able to make changes, if they're able to bring new cast members on. You know, of different, you know different types of people like i i don't know like it's but like too little too late yeah it is and it's like it's yeah. crazy um i do i have a feeling that that something's going on right now though did you see um charlie and sheena's um yeah i did i i that it gave me a very big filming vibe the twinsy yeah yeah um, why do we always wear the same thing i love it yeah i love it so um but I don't know if I love it. I don't know if I love that they're just going to continue on. I, 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 I'm in the boat too of just like I, I'm done. Like, well, are- I mean, we don't want to, we don't want a restaurant of everyone loving each other and getting along and having a happy family. No, that's not what we've signed up for. At the same time, I do want to give Sheena a fair chance. I want to give Charlie a fair chance because I don't think they were given the fair chance because we are focused on a bunch of other unrelated boring bullshit so if you know what they could give it another season and it may flop but like give it a fucking chance i think we're all here for hey give it a chance i think they missed the boat a little bit with danica and brett her boyfriend i think they missed a lot of the drama because i think 
they may have evolved in their passage drama and Bravo missed that evolution. If missed they, that. if they talk about what is going on, I'm here for it. If they don't, I'm done. Yeah. If they talk about it, exactly. Great. But if they pretend like nothing happened, I, I'm out. Yeah. And that's where, that is a good point that Kristen makes. Like, yes, it should have been talked about, should have been addressed, and that would be a great platform to educate people. And, you know, and they might. Like, maybe they are planning on talking about it, but they literally are like, we are so done with you, Kristen, Saucy, Brett, and Max, that we don't want you part of the conversation. They, You're and, out. And Bravo keeps doing that. They keep sweeping shit out of the cover. Yeah. They did with Lisa Vanderpump. They're doing it with Stassi and Christian and Max and Brett. And it's like, uh, hey, you know what? I have a question. If this uh, Faith thing didn't resurface, would Max and Brett have been fired? Mm, oh, to- no. No, they wouldn't have. Absolutely not. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know so for sure, I but think, I doubt it. I think Bravo made a, like a Oh, we're going to make a clean sweep. Well, guess what, hon? You are probably going to make a clean sweep anyways, but you're trying to get credit. Like, we fired four people. It's like, you probably weren't going to have those two people back anyways based on everyone's reviews. Like, honestly, is there one single person that was like, I love Brett. I love Max. We need more of them on the show. And whether you loved or hated them was there anyone really champing and like we need more of this no one needed more of that okay Mm-mm. they might be fine people but they're not fine people for the show it, yeah. it, it, it's called Dana Dana a beautiful woman probably really funny smart dry I love dry sarcastic humor Maybe she doesn't resonate on TV the way you thought she would. So it's like, I love, okay, I root for Dana, but maybe I don't need her on this show. Maybe it's the wrong show, or maybe I would like to see her on Last Comic Standing, or at the Improv, or Comedy Store. Maybe that's where I'd like to see Dana. I I think I don't need to see Dana on Vanderpump Rules, but I think I do need to see more Danica, and I think I do need to see more Charlie, and uh, maybe Charlie's boyfriend, maybe Danica's boyfriend. Maybe that's what I need to see. Just uh, saying. I'm not. I'm not there with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I. Yeah. No. Which part? Which part? I don't care to see more Sheena. I don't care to see more Dana. I don't care to see more Danica. Um. Charlie, yes, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> we see Sheena on YouTube, and I'm super happy with her and Brock and their relationship, and they're documenting their life on YouTube. So, yeah. I, I think, are you saying you don't need to see Sheena being a waitress as her? Yeah, I mean, I just, like, I, I just, I'm... I don't know. I it'll be interesting to see how it's structured, you know. But like, I don't know. Nothing against Sheena. Like I, you know, she's it's fine. But I just I don't know. 
I, I'm really feeling lost with how, how it's going to look. So, Well, I don't need her to be a waitress at Sir, but, like, hey. I don't know. I, I guess I feel like I've, like, journeyed with Sheena. You know, I've gone through a marriage with her. I've seen I've gone through that. Like, I've gone through the breakup. I've gone through the boyfriends. I, I, I'm good. You don't want to see how it all turns out with Brock? Mm, I do. I'm good. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> I really do. I root for this. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Well, I root for this, but I know she's going to always bounce back. Yeah. That's what she does. So. Right, well. <laughs> I think we've covered a lot. I know we didn't cover the lowlights of the notable moments that people had asked for, but do you want to call it a wrap or you want to continue on? I mean, I really don't have that many awful moments, lowlights. Um, oh, let me let me tell my cockroach story and then we'll, we'll see how we're feeling. Okay. Um, okay, so you guys, oh my God. I am taking a shower, okay, and I had just shampooed my hair. Like, like the shampoo is still in my hair, and I have long ass hair. So, you know, like that's like she what, does, and it's fucking annoying. It's full, thick, and long, and you're and not fucking young. It's not full. You're not old, it's, but you're not young. It's oh, not no. full and thick anymore. Her is hair not. is fucking annoying. No, she it's makes not. like Kyle Richards' hair look like. like oh my. God, I wish I had Kyle Richards' hair. Absolutely. Oh, your not. hair is so much better than Kyle Richards' hair. Are you fucking kidding me? That's really nice. It drives nice, me insane. But... No, it's not nice. It's reality. So, anyways, it's like fun. I'm, I'm washing my hair, and I had, um, I've been like really into. <laughs> this is like so stupid, but I've been like really into getting like um, those little like deep conditioner packs. You know, like it's like a one use thing or a two use thing. You know, it's like I, I, I can't commit to like buying the whole like, no. like a, whatever. So I had just got one, and so I yell, I'm like, Ronnie, go get me my that. You know, it's in the bag right there. So she runs in. Well, I slide my my um, shower door open. And I don't know if it came, if this thing came out of, like, the railing. That's what, like, in my mind, this is what happened. I slid the the sliding shower door open, and the biggest, hugest, oh my God. flying cockroach flew down, and it landed on my freaking arm. Like, so the arm that I'm opening the door with, oh. it landed on it. So I'm like... So I scream, like, at the top of my lungs, and I flick, like, my arm. Like, I just do, like, a quick motion going forward. Well, it, like, flings towards Ronnie and, like, lands, like, at her feet. So, like, <laughs> and, and, and it's, like, it, it's wing, like, it was, like, thrown off. You know, it was, like, what happened? And, like, the, like, the wings were, like, ee! And so I, like, I have never, like, I screamed. My scream didn't even sound like a scream. How like do you know it's a roach? I'm oh, sorry. Go on. Sorry. I, I don't know. So I'm, like, I... I'm screaming for Chad to come and get it. So I'm like against like the running water is like coming down. And so like Chad, I'm not kidding. He let me like scream for a solid minute. Like, and my, my throat was 
burning. That's how hard I was screaming. Like, I don't know if it, like, whenever you get like really scared. I can see that though. He, like for, he, for he, he didn't know what it was. Like he said he didn't recognize the sound I was making as a scream. <laughs> like it was like this like crazy like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it was. So no, right, honestly, I, I just talked about this. I was like, if I was in a horror movie, I can't, I can't scream. I would be like, ah, I can't no, do it that. No, it was like I curling scream. Like so, my voice. So Chad's do like, it. what? What is? It? I'm like, there's a freaking cockroach. So he, like, <sighs> Chad. I, I've talked about this before. He will do anything he can to not kill something. Like he will like try to not kill whatever it yeah. is that like and it's like the most like he respects their lives which you know it. cool but like when it's a flying something it's like just step on yeah. it step yeah. on it you know and so um he gets a ta- um, he gets one of my fresh white towels just just buster it just buster it and he throws the towel inside the shower Ugh. on top of it and so the my water is still running like I can't move so he's like get out get out step over it step over it so my hair is like still dripping with shampoo I turn like the water off and I jump over the towel and um, Chad like removes the the thing or whatever he ta- like he doesn't kill it he takes it outside yeah and um, so I'm just like it was like the most horrifying he didn't kill it he didn't kill it I know, because I know Chad doesn't do that shit. I know Chad. I mean, it's like... He's like, respect the life. Yeah, he's like, took it across the street or something. And I I, I love to do that whenever possible as well. I'm not saying I practice it 100%, because sometimes... Sometimes If you get in my space, you're getting in my space, and fuck you. I got a dust buster for you, because... So he comes. So he comes back. Step off, Tanisha style, right? Yes. Step off. So he comes back in, and I'm like, Chad, like, I felt like your response time from coming like to the kitchen into the bathroom was like, re- like I, if something was truly wrong, like I would have died. Like, why, why did it take you so long to get to to get to like what? Like, did you did you like what did you think it was? And he's like, I don't know, I didn't know what it was. So um, anyway, so I call. What if it was an asperger? Oh, I'll give it two minutes. Yeah, so I call <laughs> I call um, our exterminator people because we're on like a quarterly like bug plan. You know, like they come and they spray for whatever. Sure. So I was like, yeah, I, I was so I, I call the number and I immediately start like the girl's like, hi, um, you know, West Coast, ex- uh, whatever, you know. So I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I was just taking a shower and like I tell the whole story I launch into it like to the operator girl and she's like ma'am she's like I'm really sorry but you have the wrong number like this is for termites so like I told this like operator my entire story of like a disgusting roach landing on my arm and it was the wrong number so then Ronnie's like that's awkward so then I call and like I get so they came out and you know they're like look it's hot you know these bugs like are trying to go somewhere we'll spray again like it's you know I'm like it was just like a a, a one-off right like they're I don't have roaches you know the guy's like well I don't you know how do you know it's a flying roach then I don't. You know what? I think it was like a like a one of those big orange shell guys. It was like you know, like water I get those bugs. all the time. Well, okay, so I get these orange hard shell guys, 
and they fly and they're fucking disgusting. And then you get, of course, the hummingbird like that are blind fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, those orange fuckers that maybe look like a roach, but they fly. But it's it's very seasonal and it's very um, summer. Yeah, right I now. think that's I think that's what it was. But <coughs> I, I don't just, think it's actually a roach. Yeah, I don't either. I and I think that. Um, but I was just I wanted them to come out and look because I didn't know if it yeah. was coming from my drain in the shower or something. Like I wanted to. I no, wanted that treated. You know, from from a sunglass door. Seal, they fly in. Yeah, no, no, yeah. He's like, it didn't come from the drain. There's no way it um it, it came in somewhere else, you know. And I was like, well, where? I want to know where. Um, no. and he's like, he he actually pointed to like in my driveway, like the the like the hedge bush. He said like they they love that sort of like they yes. love a hedge. Well, you see my yard. They yeah. love that shit. And then when I turn the lights on, they love the light. They come in, so like I'm always shutting the door, and I have screens. So just keep your screen doors sh- shut. Yeah. If you, especially if the light's on. Yeah. 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 No so, flying roaches. Don't worry. Yeah. So that was my roach story, but um, yeah. Ugh. But I feel like still like I was like um I was joking with the um so the the guy who came out to spray like he was like you know what, like, I would rather have a hundred rats run on me than have a hundred of those things run on me. Like, the, like he can't, like, he cannot do, like, yeah. those things. And I would, I said, I would rather have a hundred of those, whatever, those roaches or whatever it is, I'd have a hundred of them run on me versus, uh, like, the rats, like, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, I'd, mm. Yeah. See, I feel opposite. Like so does Chad. The, I, 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 yeah, a lot of people do. The rats, they, they keep them themselves if they have like bushes and shit. Um, they're not coming at you. Some of the bugs they come fucking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. You know those big black beetles that come around in the summer and they're blind and they. They're attracted by heat, so they come so, right at you. So the 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 um the next day, the absolute next day, Ronnie is getting in the car, and she's like, "Uh!" And she something's like itching her in her shirt. She had one of the. She grabs the beetle, you know, oh. with her hand and flings it out. There was a beetle in her shirt, and she's like, "What's See? going on? Like we have so many bugs here. Like what? I'm moving." Wow. See, exactly. So I'm with Chad. Like, the rat? Oh, there's a rat. There's one, one fucking rat. Yuck, yuck, And he'll run across the top of the fence between my neighbor's yard. But it's like, always, like, count time. It's almost like a fucking prison count time. Ten o'clock, he runs across. But, like, it's one. It's always one. And I've never seen him in my yard. He's never in my bushes. He's never in my pool. You know who's in my pool are the raccoons. Yes. Um, the rat minds his own fucking business. He keeps to his fucking bush. <laughs> Whatever. It's one. And I know my neighbor's got exterminators. Okay. It's one fucking guy. And he's never come off the, the top of the fence. The raccoons, they come out of my yard, but they're quite friendly. And it's quite fun watching them. They... they when I say frolic in the pool, I'm 
I really mean fro. They're frolicking. They're spraying each other. They're rolling around somersaults. I mean, they're having a good old time, and it's quite enjoyable to watch. Like, you know, it's fun. They're living their life. I have not, like, I will say your raccoons are friendly, but I have had not friendly encounters with them over in this area. Okay, well, in Santa Monica, they were... Okay, well, they were friendly, but overly friendly, where they would, like, nip at your heels, like, give me some fucking food. They they didn't attack us, but they were very aggressive and overly friendly. And I was like, okay, so, you know, here, I don't feed them. I don't feed them at all. Um, I had a friend over, you know, Ginger. She's like, oh, she actually tried to... S- fucking bitch I made an orzo salad she tried to she put some orzo on a spoon silver spoon and thought she was gonna spoon feed the raccoon I'm like did it work no I'm like you're not gonna fucking a feed the raccoons because they have plenty to eat there's a lot of foliage around here um I'm not going to encourage them so they come up and want to rely on me for food um, because that destroys the environment and also I've already done that and it didn't work out so well for me um, and the squirrels and the and the raccoons I already lived that um, but I'm like you're not going to give them three kernels of orzo on a spoon they're not going to you're not going to spoon feed this raccoon Okay. Yeah, and then she got offended, thinking they don't like me. They don't like me. I'm like, mm, mm, okay, you're crazy. <laughs> but they were, they were frolicking in my kiddie pools, and they were spinning around. And they were tossing up balls, you know, the children's balls that I have. They were chasing balls. They were frolicking in the pool. It was super fun to watch. Um, Obviously, when I went back in the pool, I had to scrub it down because they made it quite dirty. Um, They were fun, but they were very harmless. They keep them themselves. If you go anywhere near them, they run away. Same with possums. Same with the rats. Well, I've only seen one rat. Possums, raccoons I've seen, they run away if you go near them. Just keep it that way. Yeah. That's all. That's my advice. So keep it that way, you guys. And, um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. We'll end this now. Yeah, okay. Well, you guys, thank you for listening to our crazy podcast this week. Um, But we do have more content to bring you. And Sarah and I are 100% this week picking a show and we will announce what that is um we've been talking about it you know we want to keep it kind of casual too i think we're gonna jump around sarah has some like surprise segments she's gonna do for you guys that should be super exciting maybe i will do a little segment too well and um you know it'll show our personalities a little bit but um most of all we just want to thank you guys so much for sticking with our podcast through everything that's going on and um, yeah. It's awesome. You know, we our, our group is still so amazing, and yeah. 
Thank you guys for asking for more. We still have the awful moments to come up with. Um, I have a written list. Um, we have a you know shows to pick from. And thank you for sticking with us. And yeah, we're out. Yeah, have a good night, and we will be back soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.